Welcome back to another episode of the Laughing Matter Podcast. What's up, Bridget? Yeah, you know, just living the dream. Living the dream. Absolutely. How are we doing on this week? <laughs> Pretty week? good. It's been a good week. Love it. Nothing too exciting to report. Truly. I never really have anything exciting to report. School's done. Summer's almost here. Wow, Amazing. yeah. Um, I think by the time this comes out, summer will be here. So Hopefully. We'll be living life. And the weather will be gorgeous. Hell yeah. Honestly, we've had a taste of it this week, and it's been so, so nice. nice. It's been so um, I want to talk to you about, though, how are adults making friends? And They don't. They don't. They don't. I literally need to know. All the adults that I feel like I hear about talking about this are mm-hmm. like, no new friends. Keep your circle small. And it's like, I get that. That's aggressive. It is. It really is. Because I'm just like, how make, do I... Make friends. I yeah, think friends are cool. I more friends. Yeah. Like I've, I feel like I totally isolated myself for a while, especially mm-hmm. after drinking. And like, I also realized that the only way that I have known how to make friends is through jobs. Yeah. And the only people on my friends list are people that I've... Since I met school. through work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's so toxic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need people who don't know. I think that's the only way to make friends, though. Because I, I feel like out. you, like, bond over the trauma. Yeah. The trauma bonds at work. Truly. <laughs> and it's severe. Yeah. And I just, I want, like, those coffee shop, like, friendships. Like, it's just, like, quick lunch. Here we go. Like, I don't want to know about every detail of work trauma with you. <laughs> I want to be... I think that we could find a group of like, yeah, like let's do like a pottery class or like my sister's partner just joined like a bird watching group. That's incredible. Yeah. So like maybe something like that. Yeah. I need to, I need to explore. So listeners, Allie is accepting friend applications. You can email them to laughingmatter2023 at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, be our friend be our friend guys or like give us tips on how to make friends how not are, through work yeah how, how other people have to go through this as well and especially Absolutely. like so many people have social anxiety now after the pandemic yeah. and are hardcore struggling so i know i'm not the only person i love it okay um but luckily i love art this is probably not to hype it up too much, but this is probably my favorite special that we've watched. Stop, really? And I've never seen a Lewis Block special. I've never that seen honestly him. surprises me so much. I know, because it was all about COVID. Yeah. The whole thing was about the COVID. The whole thing was about COVID. I'm so shook that you enjoyed this that much. I think he's just a good, the way that he did it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I feel like you're very familiar with him, but I do not know him that well. Mm-hmm. Give me a little bit about him. Like, he's obviously OG status. So, yeah, he's definitely like very similar to Gilbert Gottfried like kind of came up in the same time I feel like um and so yeah like really popular in like the 80s and 90s Mm -hmm. and did a couple of movies like do you remember the movie the thing that I remember him the most from was that movie Accepted where they make like a fake college is Justin Long in it yes okay I think so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's like you know, there's that meme that's like, ask me about my wiener. That's a, I Where the guy is in the hot dog costume. You've never seen that? I don't know. I don't oh my so. God, it's such a thing. But that's what that is from. Oh, and he is like the fake Dean in oh, the movie. Oh, okay. So he's, I gotta watch it. Yeah. And for anybody watching on video, we have like a little Lewis Black poster. Isn't that so cute? Yeah, we'll have to take a good photo of that. That I took from Home Club. It's kind of With like- permission. <laughs> With permission. <laughs> With permission. Um, it's like our color scheme, kind of. 
Yeah. Like, it was literally made for us. I know. I love it. Obsessed. It's so good. Um, yeah, that's a win. No, I loved it. I think he, uh, he's, <laughs> I had to laugh because it, like I said, it opened up with Metallica's Enter Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, and James learned who Metallica was through Str- uh, Stranger Things. Okay. And started with Master Puppets, was obsessed with that. Um, but this past week specifically, like he's been getting in the car, like, can I pick the song? And he's been putting on Enter Sandman. So Aww. the fact that this was like his walk on music, I'm just like, this is so <laughs> connected. Like, oh my God. We're aligned. <laughs> yeah. I saw Metallica in concert. Yes, me too. But we didn't go together. Did uh, we go to the same concert though? No, but oh. yours, yours was a couple years later, but I remember when you went. Yeah. And yes. they were so good. Like I'm not a huge Metallica fan. I really don't even know that much of their, their music. And I especially didn't when I went to the concert, I just went because my friend was like, will you go? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Hell yeah. So we went and like, it's, it was the best concert that I've so ever good. seen to yeah. this day. Like and I've seen Elton John. I yeah. know. You go. You and go El- I go hard for Elton John. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I saw Metallica too, but it, where did you see them? I saw them in Milwaukee oh. at oh, the Buck yeah. Stadium. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I love that. No, they're great. They, their black album, which is the one that Andrew Sandman was on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the first album that I ever remember. My mom always having in her car, and she had this like little red box, or what is it called? Like the box, box body, box body. I don't, I don't know. know, old school Mustang. Yeah. And she had that, and she'd always play that, and then No Doubt's Tragic Kingdom. So like these two albums <laughs> are like, I don't know, ingrained yeah. into me. Yeah. So Core memories. Yeah. So I love badass. that. I know. When I went to go see Metallica too, they had Jim Brewer <gasps> opening for them, the comic <gasps> Jim Brewer. Yeah, and he he did really well, but I felt so bad because obviously like pre concert. <gasps> Nobody's paying attention to the opener. Like, they had the lights fully up. Like, nobody cared. Uh Everyone was still getting drinks, walking around, finding their seats. Like, I feel like I was the only one, like, in my seat, listening patiently. I'm looking around at all these people. I'm like, sit down. Yeah, pay attention. Sit down. There's There's a star on the stage right now. (laughs) (laughs) James Hetfield, who? I know that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I feel bad that they didn't, like I said, they didn't even turn the lights down or, like, put a spotlight on him. He was just, like, standing in the middle of... Well, who brought I, him there? I don't know. Who put him in that position? Because that Look, is... he's been touring with them for like their whole tour. Oh, so they're like buddies. Like yeah. they chose him to yeah. go with. Yeah. That's like kind of how Bobcat would tour with. That's what I was thinking. With yeah. bands. Yeah. Wow. When I went and saw them, um, we went to Soldier Field, which is Chicago. Okay. Um, which I <laughs> I got so wasted in the backseat on the way there. I remember <gasps> the whole thing. But me and my best friend at the time... Uh, just shouted, Go Pack Go, wasted in the stands. Almost go all, Pack Go? Because we were in Chicago. Oh, the Bears. And we were so fucking drunk. And like... You're so lucky like, you didn't get beat up. I'm so annoying. I don't know yeah. why anybody wasn't like, just shut the fuck up. Like, what is... Yeah. Just because we were at a Metallica show. It's like old people around us. We were yeah. like way up in the nosebleeds. Like yeah. it was not, you know, a blast by any means. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how somebody even saw the show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was annoying. But I remember it was a great show and Avenged Sevenfold actually opened up them so oh wow for that yeah a comedian that's crazy yeah (laughs) still cool though still cool it was very cool when i went to go see the when i went to go see them they had these like really cool square screens that like moved up and down and like showed like a bunch of different things i don't know it was just so like those they were professional it was incredible those big time shows like these artists are going above and beyond people have you you've seen uh, T Swift's Eras Tour videos that have been going around. Kind of, yeah. Intense. Like, she's put, I'm not even that big of a Taylor Swift fan, like, by any no. means, but like, she is putting in everything to these shows. And That's probably why the tickets were like a big gazillion dollars. Yeah. Doesn't that just depress you? Yeah. Like, it annoys me. Yeah. It makes me that. not like her. 
Well, I don't know if it's, is it really her who's doing it or is it like, isn't there a huge thing with Ticketmaster right now where they are taking the tickets mm-hmm. and then basically just raping everybody who wants a ticket and yeah. like boosting it up? I mean, I think it's Ticketmaster, but I also think it's her. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there's um, a mixture because like, how can you not just be able to sell your own tickets at like a specific price? Right. I don't know. But also like Ticketmaster is a like out. Sourced. Outsourced, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Outsourced ticket vendor. So, like, they can basically purchase tickets from a venue and then, like, increase the price and resell them. And that's so shitty because people yeah. go to Ticketmaster yeah. to get away from somebody. But sometimes doing that. Ticketmaster is the ticket, like, the ticket vendor the for only legit one. Yeah, See, that location, so too. For people. So, like, the theater that I work at, like, they use Ticketmaster for their ticketing system. Interesting. So, it's okay. like, I don't, I don't know. Like, is it venue by venue for her tour? Is Did she make a deal with Ticketmaster where, like, mm-hmm. all my tickets are available on Ticketmaster only? I don't know. Yeah. Like... That's interesting to know. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good tip, too. Did we ever talk about that? Like, making sure you're buying tickets from legit sources? Oh, that is a really good tip. That's happened quite a few times where people quite have come in. Quite a few in. times, yeah. Where, so, I would say do your research on the venue yeah. and how they... Operate. sell their tickets before you Especially purchase tickets. Especially if you're traveling. Nothing's yeah. worse than hearing somebody drive two hours to a show that they bought tickets to a not a real show. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... Where the tickets are not valid. Yeah. yeah. I would always be the person that would be like, if we have room, we absolutely are going to fit you in here. But, you know, you can't make any guarantees. No. Yeah. Especially for a sold out show. Yeah. Yeah. That's so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you would just let them in, even though we technically didn't have tickets? I would say wait until whatever, all the time. If people came up and waited and we had room, I would definitely let people in. It's not like this would happen all the time, I should say, but like... You wouldn't make them repurchase tickets? If they did that, I mean, it's not like this is happening all the time, but I would try and be like, nice, they already bought money. Why am I going to yeah, try and scam Yeah, but it's not going to the company. You're not scamming them. The company also is paying me correctly, so I'm also <laughs> not really worried about them. <laughs> How the fuck am I concerned you're about right, their money? You're right. I need to be on your. I need to be. In yeah, your they're not. Space. They're not the pals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the company's not making money. This they're not getting their thirty-five dollars though. Allie, makes you a good manager, Bridget. Fuck? This is why you did great. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, fuck your thirty-five dollars. This is terrible. <laughs> and I was literally going to the police for someone who walked out on a seventy-seven dollar tab. Like you're so. That's so good though. See, this is why I would trust you with my life. I really would. I really would. Yeah. Wow, that's fucked up. Anyway, though, um, Louis Black. Yes. Um, I love that his special started with, like, a funny COVID montage. Yes. Like, it was, like, a um, unique yeah. direct COVID situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Obviously, it, like, red flagged me to be like, oh, this is going to be completely about COVID. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I did like it as, a, as an opening kind of thing i think so too i think it was different and um i don't know it, it, it all was about covid so i yeah. guess whatever but i would say even though everybody knows how much i fucking hate that shit yeah <laughs> i would say that this is if anybody did it right he did um, yeah i think he gave it a different perspective as somebody who's a little bit older mm-hmm. um yeah i enjoyed it he uh he, he says that too he kind of goes into if you're upset tonight that's on you uh, and he basically yes. shouts out our industry Snaps. tip uh, from prior episodes. I don't mm-hmm. know which one it was. But he's basically saying, like, look up who you're going to go see. Research. Point blank, period. He Figure literally said research who you're going to go yeah. see. Like, if you don't like this. And then he also said, what was it? Um, research who you're coming to see. It's just jokes. Well, here it is. If you don't like it, 
just don't laugh, but don't ruin other people's nights. Yeah. Which I thought was just such a good way to put it. I agree. Absolutely. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and have a good time. I, I thought he was great. I didn't realize he reminds me of just, you know, how you talk about Gottfried and mm-hmm. how you went to go out to breakfast with him. Like, yeah. yeah, that same vibe. I feel like he would be a hoot to go have a coffee with him. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, he was fun. I thought he still had really great energy for his age yes. and he looked great. Yeah. He was very funny. His skin uh, looked great. Healthy. Yeah. Usually, as I've said in the past, like I'm not someone who loves comics who yell, mm-hmm. and that, especially in his younger days, was definitely kind of like his thing. Shouty. Was that he was very a, sh- a very shouty person. Um, he didn't do it that much in the special, and I think when he did, it made sense. So yeah. it, it didn't grind my gears as You're much. Expecting it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He um, he talks about how everybody has you know their own theories of COVID and blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> He thinks that uh, it happened because somebody fucked a bat. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, you know, not the worst theory that I've heard. I didn't realize that there were theories. I think maybe that's how much I didn't pay attention to. I just thought we all knew that somebody ate a bat. <laughs> was it eating? I always knew there was a bat. But I, I thought somebody ate a bat. Oh, wow. I, yeah. But maybe now that, and after watching his special, I'm like, oh. Were there other theories? Were there <laughs> like, somebody ate a bat and I moved on with my life. Yeah. Bit by a bat? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Seems it, to be bats involved, though. Yeah. So it, if I see a bat, I'm just going to go the other way. See, this is what's so terrifying, though. Except they were all over the club. They were all over the clubs. Yeah. yeah. All of yeah. the bats in America were just hiding in our comedy clubs <laughs> waiting to I break know. through. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> Man, bats have been a common threat in our lives for a while. <laughs> Truly. For the past four years, it's been nothing but. Now I understand Batman a little bit more. His fear of bats. Oh my god. And becoming the bat savior. Yeah, we are like... We are Batman. Modern day funny bat women. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like that brand. Me too. Love it. We're gonna have to repaint this black now. It's the pod lab. I love that. Just because you do one wall. We'll have a Batman wall. Oh, perfect. Cute. Uh, let's see here. What else does he go into? Oh, he gets pissed off when people, when people were asking him, how you doing during COVID? Yeah. And I'm so that person. And I literally know somebody yeah. whose husband passed away and I walked up to them. This was a couple weeks ago. And I was like, how you doing? Uh, what a bad way to start something. But I'm just so awkward. And I literally always say that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm one of those people. How you doing? <laughs> how know. you doing? He, he, I know. Uh, it's also like, what else do you say in that situation? Like, yeah. I have a friend who just ended up in the hospital. She's fine. But I like was like, I texted her and I was like, how are you feeling? And she was like, I'm crappy. And I was like, yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> so. But also, what else do you say? You know? No, I literally am. I always sound like an English I feel like the back. English language doesn't have enough like emotional <laughs> words but it has literally 5,000 unnecessary words for everything else. absolutely yeah so we can't like express any sort of emotion yeah I can't tell you yeah. how I feel but... it's corporate language only <laughs> really yeah uh, uh let's see you know what he really was good at bitching at people hecklers he, yes, yes, just, yes, yes. Hecklers, whistlers. Yeah, somebody whistled and he really went after them. I, I thought it was so not. funny. Yes, it is um, so annoying. It's I just such... was really surprised that they kept that in there. Oh. And then he went on to explain that he, like, does that. He keeps it in there or he'll respond to hecklers. 
Um, so how did he, how did he say it? It removes the quote fourth wall, mm. which is in like when you have big performances like plays or broadways or whatever the fourth wall is essentially like pretending there's a plexiglass wall between you and the audience Mm -hmm. so like anything that's going on in the audience like as a performer you can't react to right um versus like being a comic if there's something going on in the audience like you kind of have to address that or or react to it so like in comedy there's not the fourth wall Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what he was saying was like i respond to hecklers stop yelling at me (laughs) I respond to hecklers because the com- like comedy doesn't have a fourth wall yeah. like some performances do. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting because at first I was like, wow, why would they keep that in there? Yeah. And then he's made the point of like, that's just part of comedy. It is. Yeah. You know, and it really is. And it's annoying though. It, it's very pick me energy, guys. It's embarrassing. It is very pick me energy. That's a good way to say that. It's always men, I feel. Or drunk. Or very drunk women. white women. Yes. No in between. No. No. <laughs> and that so I don't know. I, I'm I love that he does it. And I think it just if you're gonna do it and be an idiot about it, like, he's really good at shutting them down. down too. Yes. Yeah. Like he and doesn't I, continue the conversation, which is nice. Like some, some people, people really string mm-hmm. them along for too long and then you're like, Do I kick him out? Do I not kick him out? Do I kick him out? Do I yeah. kick him out? Do I it, not kick him out? Because yeah. like you don't want to kick somebody out who the comic is actually talking to. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, but also, like, you don't want to leave a heckler in the crowd. So, like, I hate that situation where, like, the comic feeds into it too much, where you're mm-hmm. like, man, I was, like, in the process of removing this person, and now yeah. you're talking to them. And now so I now I'm like, yeah. Well, now this is a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate that. It's so Ugh. annoying. Yeah. So. I, I don't love that. Um, <laughs> I really like the way that he curses, which is like a funny thing. <laughs> but when a grown adult uses the word prick so comfortably, like you see oh, some yeah. shit. Like Riker uses that word. And I'm like, I never. It's so aggressive and like intense. Well, I probably do now. But when I first met him, I didn't. And he uses it quite a bit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just think he's out. I think he talks funny. I think he. I love the word prick. I'm going to be honest. It was probably one of my first cursed words that I was using consistently, like in middle school. Um, And I don't know why. Yeah. I just think it's like one that's not very commonly used. Mm -mm. And it's a fun one. Yeah, it's fun. And it really just daggers in there. It really is. It really does. Yeah. I think it's more aggressive than the scene. It's like a hat pin. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think he does that well. Yeah. Um,. He says that if you don't think you have mental health issues after what the world has gone through the past few years, uh, that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Which is 1000% correct. And like, it frustrates me that people pretend that they're fine, pretend that they're fine or that they like expect everything to just be fine. Yeah. Maybe it's messed up that we're saying that because we bitch about everybody when they talk about COVID. (laughs) I just, I don't know, like the whole world just went through this whole thing. Yeah. Like we're all struggling. We all went through that together and can feel that energy. So why are more people not like um, sweet or like we all like don't need to go rush back to work instead and, like, of um, bringing the country together? I feel like it really polarized yeah. people, and so like yeah. I don't know. I don't think that we as a country or even as the world, human race, yeah, like dealt with COVID in a positive way. No, like we didn't allow people the time and space to heal yeah emotionally or even like we didn't really even allow our people the time and space to like 
get through this without endangering ourselves. Yeah. Like we went back to work after two months. Yeah. We were, you were there like a month hosting, before that. Yeah. yeah. We were hosting shows, rooms mm-hmm. full of people. Right. And then like, and we didn't even socially distance for very long. No. Maybe six weeks. Yeah. If that and then we were back to normal, back to normal, packing people in there. Yeah. Like the, the, the corporate world that we live in definitely didn't allow us to, you know, put our health first. Yeah. And even in the post-COVID world, it didn't allow us to process anything that happened. Like, it was just like, got to get back to work. We have to hustle. Gotta do we got to make money. Yep. And I'm so over that that narrative. Of yeah. Like, that's what I'm supposed to do with my life. Absolutely fucking not. Yeah. Absolutely fucking There's not. more to life, for There's sure. so much more. Everything else. And I just cannot. So. Yeah. I don't know. Don't want to deal with any of that. Yeah. Um, I think everybody should become therapists because I feel like that's actually what the world needs. I think I, everybody needs to just go to therapy. Yeah. And if, you know, there was enough in the world, I would love that. <laughs> but I don't think there's enough therapists to go around. I think we should all just go to group therapy. Yeah, there we go. By block. By like block. Like how people vote. But yeah. Like we all have to go. That'd be incredible. Therapy together. Hey, that's a way to make friends. <laughs> Thank you. That is a lovely way. <laughs> And then you really know they're on know. the same journey and wavelength as you. True. You know, you can really judge them immediately. We should just start, yeah. We should start park, going to therapy Therapy groups. group, yeah. <laughs> Yoga in the park, art in the park, therapy in the park. Yeah, I love that. It's kind of like a blind leading the blind, I feel, in that situation. I have a degree in psychology. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, I, I have a bachelor know. degree in psychology. I don't know why I thought it was for something else. I did not Behavior analysis. Wow. Yeah. Love that for you. I'm not a therapist by any means, but. <laughs> you could, though. You could give the vibe. That's good. Yeah. Um, lots of Two things that I noticed that I really liked that were just visual things were mm-hmm. A, he had Fiji water bottles. I we love so. Fiji water bottles on a rider. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, his like matte black old school looking microphone mm. was such a vibe. Yeah. I, think I want that. His vibe in general. Do you yeah. think he was very put together? I like... thought he was very put together. Mm-hmm. He presented himself well. He looked great. His yeah. set was great. His mic was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Visually, it was a very nice special. I yeah. agree. I felt like I knew I was going to like it right away because I don't, like I said, I didn't know who he was. I've mm-hmm. heard the name, but... I'm not yeah. a huge fan. He walked on stage and I was like, this is going to be Great. the most professional ass comedy show I've yeah. ever been a part of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, I think he did great. I thought he killed it. Um, I was a little confused about, he talked about how he wished that he had come up with the idea of nipple masks when um, COVID was happening. So basically a, ne- a mask with a nipple in it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, are we talking nipples like a baby, baby pacifier nipple? nipple? Okay. Or are we talking about nipples like... Nipple Human nipples. molded nipples. <laughs> Both are kind of similar, honestly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, those feel very different to me. Pacifiers are a little bit different. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I why are we... I didn't, I didn't quite understand that premise. Yeah. I mean, I understood it, right? right. But I was also like, Where's can you clarify what kind of nipple is yeah. going in the mask? Can we get a promo? Yeah. Can we get... <laughs> we need to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see a model yeah. of the mask, please. Um, and would you buy a nipple mask? No. I don't think I would either. I think I get frustrated with it touching me. Yeah. I honestly really struggled with the mask situation at all. Yeah. I hated it. Do you remember when they first, your first mask? Yeah. Like Riker's sister came over and gave us masks and I'm like, oh, that's nice of you, but I'm never going to use this thing. Like, didn't think it was going to get that serious. And now I have like a whole box of them in my closet. So my mom, we went to Mexico 
in February of 2020. Mm-hmm. So kind of like right where right before information just kind of started happening or mm-hmm. coming out, but like nothing was even close to being shut down and mm-hmm. it wasn't in the U.S. or whatever. So we were traveling to Mexico and my mom gave me a bunch of these N95 masks. Um, my dad works at, worked at a chemical plant, so we just have them. Mm-hmm. So she gave me some and she was like, here, you might want to wear these while you're traveling. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I didn't even know what she was talking about. <laughs> I was like, okay. Right. Why would I use um, this? And my mom is kind of a health freak in general, so I just kind of like, whatever. Yeah. And threw them in my suitcase and didn't even think about them again. And then when we were coming back in from Mexico, they were filtering. We flew into Atlanta and they were filtering anybody who was coming from China in a, like a different direction than like the rest of the people coming back into the country and in my head i was like oh maybe they just get a lot of people from china for like travel and business or whatever so like they separate those people to make the process go faster like that's what i thought i didn't even realize that covid was like a thing oh my god at that point and so that was my first mask never used it never opened it and then the first mask that we finally did use was like because I don't know what happened to those N95 masks. I probably threw them away, honestly. <laughs> right, yeah. And then when it got to the point where, like, everyone was like, well, we need masks to, like, go to the grocery stores and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob's mom had purchased some masks from a friend who was making them. And she literally just, like, sewed a couple of pieces of fabric together and then put hair ties on the end for, like, the... Oh, the things. The ear things. <laughs> nice. I think I still have it. But, like, yeah, that's, that's like, what the world was doing. Yeah. It was, like, sewing... Fabric, fabric to hair ties mm-hmm. and calling that. They had a shit ton of those at the schools because yeah. they would make the kids, you know, in that first year or whatever, have them. And so the kids would come home with these weird ass giant fucking things. I'm yeah. just like, what in the world? Like, yes. <laughs> weird times, guys. Weird times. How wild. Yeah. That was strange. I feel like, yeah, I really have like blocked out a lot of that. Isn't that strange? Trauma. Yeah. Because that was, it really was. Like, we all, I mean, there were certain parts that was like so chill. <laughs> Like, like that so first quarantine chill. was like so nice. They're just when we sending were all this watching Tiger King so and good. making eight hundred dollars a week. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, <laughs> like it was so nice. And at the time, so why couldn't we have continued to do that? Why yeah. couldn't the government given give us the space right. to do that? Yeah. To save ourselves. And if to you, save our health, to yeah, save more people. Just for, yeah, longer. And, like, honestly, I think the COVID, um, we went back to work, and people were still getting COVID benefits for, like, two years after we were already working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, so mad that I was so dumb to just go back to work rather than just, like, take the COVID paycheck. Yeah, and just Because, like, like I said, we went to work maybe, like, maybe two months after the shutdown. Yeah, it wasn't too long. Months and like, a half. Yeah. It was a very short period of time that I wasn't working and like the minute the company was like do are you do you want to come back i was like yes like why probably just because you want to make sure that and it's like you're the only one that can handle that (laughs) you know what i mean you're the only one there yeah (laughs) so they're you know i'm sure because one of the one of the gms was like no shut up yeah and then t club because they didn't they they didn't open back up as a comedy club. They had opened back up as like a takeout food restaurant because they had a full oh, yeah. kitchen. And she was basically like, well, I didn't get hired as like a restaurant manager. I got hired as like a comedy club manager. Oh, wow. So they just let her like not work and then brought her back when the club reopened. Yeah. Which I don't think would have been an option for me. I don't think that you would have been. I don't think that would have been an option that. for anybody who wasn't related to them in some yeah. way. 
Yeah, I think that was a special. Yeah, I think that was like a little bit of nepotism. A little bit. A little, little bit. <laughs> like her whole job is nepotism. Yeah, and her whole job is nepotism. She came here that one week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, her I don't even know why she came here that one week. And then I just remember, like, I'm in the office, like, counting money, like, getting ready. And she comes in there, and she's just, like, eating a little snack. And she's like, um, you, are you working a 12-hour day? And I was like, yes. Yeah. And she was like, I never. And I'm like, bitch, I work, like, 17-hour days twice a week. Get out of my face. Yeah. Like, (laughs) why are you here right now? Why are you here? Why are you I should be doing this for you. Yes. I know. The whole thing made me It was so annoying. She never did her inventory. She always had somebody else to do her inventory. She never worked more than 40 hours a week. I mean... She only had to, like, show up and run the shows. I mean, I love that for her because, I love that for her. Obviously, you're... You should... That's what the job should be. Yeah. You shouldn't have been doing what you were doing. It just shows that you care so much, but it just sucks. No, it just shows that their nepotism was so strong because she was sleeping with their brother-in-law or whatever. Yeah. So... The whole thing was... It made no sense. No. (laughs) Good for her, though. Yeah. Glad you're living life and thriving. (laughs) Glad you're living the dream over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that should be another tip as well. Don't work too hard for a company that you're eventually not going to... Don't. If your name is not on the building... It is just a fucking job. I literally feel like I'm like an addict. Yeah. <laughs> like, like itching for it. Like, it's, it's fucked up. It's hard. It is hard. Well, you know, it's just you were there for so long and then switching over to this. I know. It's a I think bit, I'm like a masochist. A little bit. Yeah. But I think also you love this and this was like a great place and there's yeah. a lot of pros to it too. Yeah. But it's hard to move past though. Yeah. Other shit. Fucked up. up. Anyway. <laughs> Back to Lewis Black. Lewis Black. Um, I don't know. He was wonderful. I thought he was wonderful too. I didn't know he talked about how he was a playwright for yeah. like until he was forty. I had no idea. It sounds that was pretty cool. Old man. Is he from New York? Uh, I assume so. He gave New York vibes. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> definitely East Coast. I would yeah. say definitely East Coast. Yeah. Definitely. Um, he ended it with ranting about how much he hates cats and oh my god he was yeah. like they shit in a box they shit in a box they shit in a box and i'm like they do shit in a box they're the worst <laughs> and like don't you dare say that where is my cat sorry <laughs> she's great um when she's not screaming at us but um i did not grow up in a cat household my mom was allergic to their fur and there's yeah. such a difference between people who grow up with cats and people who do not <laughs> no i agree i didn't grow up with cats either and the only reason i have one is because i inherited her from an old roommate i think you would really like a cat though to be honest do you think so i yeah. can picture myself with a black cat yeah one that does not bug me and does not scratch me and yeah maybe peace outside good well good luck with the last part but um <laughs> i just think you would like maybe i think a dog cat. might be too much for you but i think yeah. just like having a nice little like you said like coexisting friend Here where like play. it kind of does its own thing and you do yeah. your own thing that's like, that's what a cat is. Yeah. It's just another little buddy that's sitting over there doing its own thing yeah. while you do your thing. Yeah, you're right. I probably would like one. It's, it's very nice emotional support, honestly. Thank I think you. it's your time to be a, a cat lady. Yeah, maybe Because if you're not going to make friends. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ellie, if you have no friends and you're all alone, it's time to get a cat. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah. All right. Think about it. Convince. <laughs> um, well, perfect. Yeah. Well, I feel like um, Lewis in my eyes is hardcore booked. Hardcore booked. He's Book him great. every day. Yeah, he's yeah. wonderful. He, he was just wonderful. Come hang out by the club. I don't, you don't even got to perform. Just come hang out. Just come he's hang out. Lovely. <laughs> you know what? He gives me, oh my gosh, what's Greg his Willett. name? 
thank you for saying that greg willett vibes yes he gives me like he just hangs around his like home club i feel like yes staple there greg willett you are a doll yeah he is so greg willett is a an older comic who our home club was his home club Mm -hmm. and he would come and he'd sit in the back and he'd always drink a double pour of tequila and he would tip so well yeah he'd get like two tequilas and leave like 12 bucks Mm -hmm. for the servers yeah he was great. Yeah. Do you remember we, under Juliana's management, people would smoke cigarettes in the green room because we she- smoked cigarettes in the green room. <laughs> but she allowed it because she oh, yeah. was a smoker and she didn't want to go outside. She was a chain smoker She was a too. chain smoker. So. so she would just sit there in the green room. And I think addicted to speed, which really just- Well, she was addicted to everything. Yeah. I was also told by um, one of our regular host comics shortly after I took over, he was like, oh- no more no more managers drinking in the green room and i was like what and he was like yeah don't that's like what she did when you guys were working she'd like sit in the green room with us and like drink beers out of the mini fridge oh my god <laughs> i can totally picture her going in there just grabbing and sitting down and being like all right what's up guys yeah she was like i'm part what's of the green the room four crew. one one <laughs> she's right. like do you want to see pictures of my 75 children None of them live with None me, of but them live. you know what? <laughs> I don't know where any of them are, actually. These pictures are four years old. Oh my god, I feel terrible. God bless her. <laughs> yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Something. <laughs> something. No, I do remember one time we were there, uh, fuck, late, because I had, a, I had a picture of you with the wine bottle. You know, I don't know. We were all in there chilling, though, and we were yeah. smoking, and the owner came in because it was so late. Did we already talk about this on... I don't think so. Not on the pod. We were... Um, okay, so we were all back there. We were drinking, stayed after. And it's probably Right, what, so we stayed after. We were hanging out in the green room. Mm-hmm. Smoking cigarettes, hardcore. Drinking. And it was late, and the owner had left for some reason. He was in town. I don't know yeah. why she would do this while the owner was in town. Well, clearly, we've established that she's not very smart. No. But it, also, neither were we, because we stayed. We also were there, but we were not managers. <laughs> and yeah. I... I remember, though, he walked in. This is probably, what, like 3 a.m., 2, 3 a.m.? Yeah, probably, yeah. Late. He walked in because he thought somebody was, like, the club wasn't locked up properly or something like that. Yeah, because the alarm was never set. It was so awkward. Yeah. And so he just, I remember him walk, open the door, and it was like, she, like, tried to hide the um, the ashtrays or whatever. Like, you can't smell it in that tiny room. No one's knowing that everybody's smoking (laughs) cigarettes at one time here. Uh, I think I think one server was still holding one. Pro- oh yeah, probably was it me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that was wild. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. R.I.P. R.I.P. I actually got in in big trouble. Like one of my very first weekends as a manager, I got written up because our at the time we had a district manager and he was in town mm. and he was like really going through it he was going through a breakup with this girl that he was engaged to who also worked for who the club. also worked for the club yeah oh it was God. like a whole thing i remember um, she was at i have another story which i will also talk more about that because i'm pretty sure i broke them up oops might be anyway that's amazing back to story number amazing, one but... so um so he's really going through it because he's he just got dumped by his fiance and we were pretty good friends at the time and so we at post show were drinking together and then he was really good friends with the feature comic that weekend that comic had come with him and traveled with him 
And so they were staying at the club condo together. Mm-hmm. And so we, us three, went out drinking. And with the, the club that we worked at, there's like rules for drinking with comics and drinking with staff um, just to maintain professionalism, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I was A, with my boss. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those rules didn't really go into effect until later on, I feel like. No, they, they started with me. Yeah, because um, we with Juliana we were feral. It was too, yeah, it was too much <laughs> under Juliana. Um, so yeah, when we when I started, they were like, mm, "There's going to be some rules." Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was a with my boss, so like I felt like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, because why? Would you why well? you're, right? Yeah. Why would that be my problem? And it's three of you guys. Yeah, and then be like, of course, a comic was there, but again, I was with my boss, who was like, "This is." my good friend and we drink together all the time like it's it's fine so we went out we got totally plastered Mm -hmm. um and i actually drove them back to the condo that night Mm -hmm. and i was like i said pretty drunk drunk Mm -hmm. and the owner like found out that we had all went out drinking and he wrote me up for it Mm -hmm. and i would just remember like I get it, but I was also so annoyed because I was like, I was with my boss. Right. <laughs> like, I had permission yeah. from somebody who was, at above the time, you. like, above me. Yeah. Like That never should have been an issue for you. Yeah. Like, that's something that he should have dealt with. Like, yeah. why was it yeah, on like, me? Yeah. Like, I get it. I, I made yeah, I decisions that I shouldn't have done. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have driven. I shouldn't have driven drunk with a comic in my car. Like, that's... I would never do something like that now. Right. But this was, pr- like, my second week yeah. ever managing um and so like that was just like a whole thing like i just remember being like oh my god i'm gonna get fired week two like how embarrassing yeah Yeah. and uh yeah so that was my first write-up was that and then back to why i think i broke the district manager and his um then fiance up was i had gone to s club for my training and both of them were there doing my training with me so it was his fiance and him training me on all the managerial stuff mm-hmm. and i had recently watched um daniel sloss's new at the time new special um and his special was it's called dark it's on netflix it's so good mm-hmm. um but like his specials always have some sort of like underlying message and this one was like don't date somebody just to date somebody like you know like you're it's okay to be alone it's okay to be by yourself and like you're gonna find like your puzzle piece essentially but like don't you don't have to force things yeah and so like i was like oh it's just so good blah 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 like i had recently gone through uh, a breakup at the time so i was like it just like felt like it was like incredible Mm -hmm. and so i was telling the girl about it i was like you should watch it like i was like and because he was our comic that weekend daniel sloss was oh nice yeah yeah and so i was like you should watch the special it's incredible Mm -hmm. and so she watched the special and then she broke up with him oh my god and i was like was that my fault like (laughs) it wasn't that weekend though right no but it was like a weekend later like it was literally like a week later she was at home club and she had to go up to the office and she's like falling and yeah this is happening yeah and like she like broke up with because yeah there she so i did my weekend of training with them and then i had a weekend at the club by myself and then i had a weekend off because i had a pre-planned trip so she Mm. came to manage Mm. that Mm -hmm. weekend while i was gone and that's when they broke up yes and then the following weekend was when he came and then we got written up for drinking so it was all just like in this very short period of time there's like no reason for her to really be here at all yeah i don't even but she's the one who did the dumping 
Which oh. I totally understand because she was she was ten years younger than yeah. him. Yeah. And she had been she's the he's the only person she had like been with at the time. Like yeah. this relationship is something that she had been in since she was like in her like late teens, early twenties and they were gonna get oh. married. And her reasoning was like, I haven't lived my life. Like I don't know if this is what I want. Like I want yeah. I want more from life. She was like fairly successful at the time, like she still loves that thing. I think she's great. I think I'd follow her on Instagram. Yeah. I assume she that she's re- doing well. She's she very smart. She's yeah, she did get married. So this was at like point. maybe you did something and like she found her soulmate through you. So yeah, I think that like it really worked out for her. But yeah. like I just remember him being like, yeah, it didn't you know, work out for so you. Upset. <laughs> yeah, so upset about it and oh, like no. it became like a whole thing and like people were like taking his side. Like she shouldn't. Like, she's never going to find anybody better than him. And I was like, ah. Any woman can find anybody better than... You know what I mean? Like, women <laughs> yeah, can Yeah, and I'm like, who can't them. understand, like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, totally... I think I give her props for having the strength to say that. Absolutely. To break off an engagement. Absolutely. It's like, so hard, because I'm sure she still had love for him. And, oh, like, yeah, I'm cared sure. for him. But her, the fact that she was strong enough to be like, this isn't for me, and yeah. I have to go now deal with this really heartbreaking thing. Yeah. You're a fucking baddie. You yeah. are a winner. So. Yeah. I always really liked her. She's I great. did, too. I didn't like that she had to leave. No. But she also wasn't around home club, and I always kind of fit, like, uh, you had to deal with more people because you, like, be- got into management before, and you had people to talk to when you were a manager. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, people were kind of, like, And I also, around. like, I went in... While I was a server, I was I like started doing some back end stuff. So before right. I was even managing, I was working with like marketing and phones and things like that. Right. So like yeah, I definitely knew more yeah. people through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would always just be like happy to like if anybody out there would come and be like, Oh my god, somebody else, like great, like nice to see you, welcome to our club. I know, like we hear so much about you. It's literally <laughs> like we were in like some sort of like desert oasis. Yeah. And like if somebody showed up, it was like <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. It's great, someone's here. Yeah. <laughs> It's not really people we really needed, but like, yeah, you know. But did we need them? No, no, no. I probably could have used some assistance at some point, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I remember. Um, I almost said his name. I don't know if he wants us to. Probably um, not. Actually, probably, but probably not. The assistant manager from S Club. Do you remember? He's in that picture right there. Is he hot? Behind you? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> he came a couple of times. I yeah. Really he, liked oh him. yeah. We're yeah. standing right next to each other. Yeah. He was cute. He had, like, a girlfriend the whole time, though, so nobody, like, even pushed yeah, him Yeah, and, like, but... a baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a whole I actually family. got to know his brother really well because he helped me at the end um, of once once um, F Club opened up. He oh. came and helped and then helped me put all the tables together and kind of nice. do, like, the ending things for L Club. Aw. So, and then not him, leave. his brother. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Which his brother dated the owner and sister for like twelve years. Like, there's so much nepotism. Oh my god! Right, in and that then company. he was married to somebody who also worked for the company. Right, his his girlfriend Big or fiance was the GM, and he was the AGM. Wow. And his brother was dating somebody in the family of the people that owned the club. Wow. Yeah, it was literally like when I first started managing, I was the only manager who was not like somehow directly related to. That. The owners. Oh my god. Yeah. So when I say like nepotism runs deep, <laughs> it runs it really deep. Is. Holy so everybody shit. else was like over on the other side of the country living their best lives, mm-hmm. having dinner and wine together. And I was like, <laughs> like, just trying to live, just trying to run their company, Definitely. you know, just do it my bestest. <laughs> you did great. It honestly thrived. And then yeah. I was like, you guys don't have to mop every weekend. It's fine. <laughs> 
was not fun. No, they were not happy. Yeah. Oh, well. I wonder how those floors are doing. I bet they're great now. They have so many new managers to clean them every weekend. So, like, love it. Right. I wonder who's managing now. I wonder if they hired anybody. Mm-hmm. All right. They've yeah. gone through, like, seven, so. Well, they continue. They will. Because they burn people out and treat people like garbage. Yeah. yeah. True. So. Yeah. Anyways, Lewis Black. Yeah. <laughs> this is really our trauma episode, I yeah, feel like. That's okay. Trauma yeah. dumping is, this is how we're going to get you guys. This is how we're going to know if you're a real fan. Yeah. She can get through this one. Yeah. That's great. I if you guys have fun. any of your own tea that you'd like us to air out on the podcast, yeah. we'd be happy to do it. And we'll do it anonymously. I don't always have to name drop. I promise. Yeah. I will keep you. Like, secret. we'll keep you anonymous for mm-hmm. sure. And if there's anybody yeah. else in the story that you want us to keep anonymous, we can do that too. Definitely. Yeah. Just let us know, guys. Yeah. Um, and I think that for the industry tip, it goes well with his special. Um, I wanted to talk about not heckling. Yeah. Point blank. Just don't heckle. I think it's, it's like I said, pick me energy. Um, comedians spend all of their time <laughs> writing these original witty jokes, making mm-hmm. a quality performance for you. And how annoying if you remember all this stuff to make people laugh. Yeah. And some asshole in the back corner is like, what, blah, 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 and like has to interrupt yeah. you. Like barf. Do you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of like in grade school, like when you're all doing like your little worksheets and then you're like annoying. the person who sits next to you, like the annoying kid that sits next to you just like reaches over and writes all over your worksheet. Yeah. That's what heckling is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're just like destroying somebody else's work because you kind of think it's funny, but nobody else thinks it's funny. Nobody else thinks it's funny. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, if you heckle, you are not funny. Nobody else thinks you're funny. You're just annoying. And it's embarrassing for you. And you're going to get kicked out. Yeah. And it's like, that's even extra embarrassing for you because you probably already have a weak ego if you have to fucking exclaim during a performance. (laughs) But now you're going to get kicked out by this 120 pound girl. Yeah. So. So, yeah, you're just crushing it, guys. Um, yeah. yeah, just don't heckle. It's annoying. It's weird. Just You're not part of the show. No. You're not getting paid yeah. to be funny. So maybe just... Yeah, all they literally ask you to do is well, actually, shut I the guess, fuck up. Exactly. So kindly shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it's, that's it. You have to buy a couple drinks and be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was it. Um, don't heckle. Watch Lewis Black. Um, did we even... Yeah, I did say. It's called Hello World, right? Yes. No, no it's called... Um, Unfortunately, tragically, I need you. Hello World was nice. And it's on YouTube. (laughs) Yes, it's on YouTube. So very accessible. Mm -hmm. I liked it though. Definitely booked. Um, Yeah, one of my favorite specials. Yeah, definitely booked in my opinion too. Yeah, okay. Okay. I think that was about it for this episode. Thanks for listening to our trauma dump. I love it. I love you guys. Can't wait to be best friends. (laughs) Send in your friend application. I love it. Bye. Bye. Bye.